Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash Rushmore. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael have a tendency to disagree on the most important aspects of any given topic, and this week's topic was chosen by myself, and they are going to debate the Mount Rushmore of things related to a shopping mall. Jeff, why did you uh, pick this topic? Well, thank you guys for asking me that. Uh, My first job was in a shopping mall, and about uh, 20 jobs subsequent to that job were also in shopping malls. So uh, I, I spent much of my formative years uh, kind of spending my free time and my employment in uh, these big artificial consumerist um, structures that allow us to live these crazy lives and in a simulated environment with artificial air. And um, Is this the Mount Rushmore of the Matrix or what? Wait. It is the Matrix. Okay. Right. It has its own law and order. It has its own chock full of nuts. All the things that life has to offer. <laughs> um, and I also have lived in uh, Minnesota, uh, in the city, uh, which gave birth to the first shopping mall, which is a dine in Minnesota, and the biggest shopping mall, which is the motherfucking mall of goddamn America. And in Bloomington, and so the malls have. Uh, been something that I've been pretty interested in. And talking to two California kids, such as yourselves, I always wondered hey, bro. if malls kind of hey, loose, dude. Yeah. featured in your lives as much as I thought they did based on the movie Valley Girl. Well, we all did surf to the mall. That's right. Of course. Okay. That's what we've established in the past. Yeah. By the way, I, I love these topics, like things that, things associated with like the shopping mall, because I feel like it's a $25,000 pyramid category. Oh, Okay. You know, Billy Crystal should be sitting oh, there yeah. shouting things uh, out. Things like, you, yeah. things on a shopping mall. Well, People with hairy backs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, well. I en- I enjoyed going to the mall growing up. I, It kind of, the malls started to fall away right as I was becoming like a quasi-independent teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like especially around here in California, the 94 earthquake uh, basically decimated the Sherman Oaks Galleria, mm-hmm. which is like the mall. If yeah. there's a mall that is the mall that's sung about in Valley Girl, yeah, as you it is said. Valley it's Girl, yeah. that mall. Yeah. And after the 94 Northridge earthquake, like, one of the stores closed down. Like, one of the two, like, bookends. The anchors. It was either, yeah, it was like, it was like Macy's or Robinson's or, like, Robinson's mm-hmm. May or the Maycomb. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh. It was one of those four iterations of yeah. whatever it was. Bloomingdale's. Like, Nordstrom's. And then oh. Nordstrom's was just like, we're out of here. Yeah. We're not dealing with this. And then, you know, that was it for that mall. Oh. And then by the time I was, uh, you know, a couple of years later, I was off to college, so mm-hmm. didn't Ooh. really. And then up in uh, Santa Barbara, it was like outdoor malls. Yeah, everything's that's, outdoor, that's, yeah. That was a whole different. And we had, if you were in Fresno, you had three malls to choose from. You had Fashion Fair, which was the one most people went to. You had Blackstone, which was the, like, real trash one. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where you went if you wanted to get jumped. Oh. Then there's one out in Clovis that they opened up, like, probably when I was in junior high, that was like the shishi, like like oh. trendy one that had all like the higher end sort of places. Oh, so you had your your range. You didn't have much to do other than go to the mall and kind of just hang out. So especially 
in high school, if someone had a car, that's just kind of where you went. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's jump into it. Any meeny, miny, mall, catch a shopper by the tall. If he hollers, make him pay Richard Manfredi. What's happening? You start today. Wow. That was pretty good, Jeff. I liked it. You got there eventually. I got there. worked for it. It took a while. I can see then... you working. It's like it's if like you're tuning you... back into the podcast now. Um, it's Richard's like you see gonna... a plane trying to land. You're like, it's yeah. not going to do it. It's not. It's oh. like watching Miles Davis in the last months of his life, kind of soloing. Jeff had his back to us the whole time yeah. while he was doing that. Um, so my first one is the food court. Uh, also on my list. Okay. It had to be. This is, is the is, most mall thing possible. It's the I most think. mall thing. It is the international stomping grounds of the world. Where yeah. You can just. Eat anything from Mrs. Fields cookies right on um, over to Wetzel's pretzels, and then and then vomit, and then vomit, and yeah. then like a baba ganoush. So I have a few specific uh, common uh, stalls that you might have here, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about each, and then we can sort of talk about any more that we we feel appropriate. But first one, Sparrows. Oh yeah, because you know what we always talk about, like you know, it's still pizza. It's kind of hard, kind of hard to screw up a pizza. Yeah. Guess what? Sbarro's is proof <laughs> that you can, in fact, screw up a pizza. Constantly the worst pizza. Yeah. You can, and I don't know how they do it. It takes a special talent to like make like Little Caesars taste like mm-hmm. Vito's or something mm-hmm. like that. Do you think you it's know? the heat lamp? I feel like it's always under a heat lamp longer than it should be or something. Yeah, they're not making... There's nothing f- like fresh or made to order at Sbarro's. Yeah. Like those, those, that chicken parmigiana has been sitting there just a little bit too long and it's mm-hmm. nice and dried out. And if you're someone, if you're in a town where you don't have a lot of Italian options or like good sit down food Italian options, yeah, this is what passes for Italian food, yeah. And so you wind up sort of like, this is what you think. Uh, Sbarro's was Michael Scott's uh, <laughs> most favorite New York pizza in, in the office. Yeah, exactly. LA's what else pizza you got on your, what else you got on your list besides Sbarro's? Uh, I've got hot dog on a stick. Sure. Um, which, look, if you're 15, that's probably about the most erotic thing that you're going to see unless <laughs> you're able to steal one of your brother's porno mags. Oh, are we talking about the actual, um, what is the local, I think Hugh Hauser actually went to go interview the local hot dog on a stick <laughs> vendor. Wow, so you're really jump, pumping up hey, and down on that. Multicolored hat you're wearing, it's pretty amazing. Wow, that lemonade, that really is tasty. <laughs> you get a shot of this. Um, actually, our friend uh, EY, I believe, was a, uh, a oh, hot dog was. on a stick. Oh, wow. Girl, at one point, hmm. and I believe she said you actually had to send in like a photo before oh, you wow. could get hired. That's really sad. High standards. I, I think there may have been a lawsuit, and they had to change that. Uh-huh. It sounds a lot like a Hooters. I don't know. Yeah, there seems like that. Basically, you, in high school, they're like grooming you at hot dog on a stick to yeah. eventually go work at the Hooters <laughs> like a decade later. Did Did you find that? You're discussing the fronts of the all these establishments. I always imagine in the back of the food court, it was just one big machine that went <laughs> blurp, and, and then it had a different like tip on it that made it, you know, Sbarro versus the teppanyaki. It's all the, some sort of meat. Yeah, this is however you process it. I feel like it's it's similar to the Taco Bell gun that we've discussed. That just has one of the seven ingredients, and they yeah. just sort of mix it up in a certain way. I found that the food court is the place that has. Seven or eight, 10, 15 different options, and you still go back to the one that you know you like every yeah. time, regardless. You're like, oh, look, they've got Japanese, they've mm-hmm. got uh, Italian, they've yeah. got the burger joint, and the well, I'm just gonna go get to the, the Mexican place that I know, yeah, that I, have, that I haven't died from eating the food, so I'm not yeah. gonna tempt yeah. the other places. 
What is the worst place in the food court? Is there well, um, I think that there's. I don't know if it's the. Okay, I, I would say this: the Chinese place is uniformly asking for trouble. Mm. I feel like the Chinese place, as long as it's, if it's not like a Panda Express type place, if it's like just you know, like your local hole in the wall sort of Chinese food place. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it's just it feels like the stuff's been sitting there a little bit too long, but it feels like stuff that probably is going to make you sicker if it's yeah. been sitting there too long yeah. versus. You know, bad pizza just sitting there too long just kind of tastes stale, but it's not going to give you like, you know, some sort of like food horrible poisoning, yeah. food poisoning. The place that I'm most suspicious about, but I enjoy the product back when it still existed, was the Orange Julius stand. Because mm. I never was sure what whipped orange drink yeah. is. I didn't know if it was like orange juice and milk. Like I mean, it was something. Say, yeah, they couldn't yeah. say juice by law or something. <laughs> yeah. If it was something like at a, I don't know what, it was always that thing that was like, oh, I want an Orange Julius. Why? I don't. Yeah, it's weird. Know. It's it's chalky, frothy, frothy it's foamy chalky, yeah. orange drink. Mm-hmm. I'm always I always like when there is the cart that escapes from the food stand, and you find it like <laughs> halfway through the mall, and you don't know if they're like they just gave up. They either they couldn't find the food court and they just set up shop there, or they're yeah. like just trying to get away and trying to, you know, you'll get to that Wetzel's pretzels that's yeah. all the way down by the Bloomingdale's, but <laughs> it's for the people who just can't wait. Yeah, they I just cannot wait to get to Aunt, you know, Aunt Annie's. Maybe mm-hmm. I got to get that Wetzel's. I get my pretzels now. Maybe it's for maybe it's for like the um, the parents that have a kid that is just on the floor throwing a fit, yeah. and they're just like, okay, there's a food thing that is forty steps away. We're just gonna grab. We don't have to go to the food court. We'll just grab this piece of sugar and then cram it in you. And then Speak, speaking uh, of su- speaking of sugar, Mrs. Fields, you mentioned. Mm. The one, well, I wouldn't say the one, but here's the thing. If you're lucky and God loves you, uh, you'll know someone who works at a Mrs. Fields. Like we had someone at our college radio station that worked at a Mrs. Fields. And anytime she would come in for her shift or she'd come in for a meeting or something, she would bring like dozens of whatever the leftover Mrs. Fields were for the day that they were just going to throw out. Most of your stories That's when you know are based you're... on free food acquired. <laughs> <laughs> through There's co-workers. a pattern in life, and I like it. It's called living your best life, Jeff, I Sorry. believe. Oh, I'll put hey, my, uh, my trash ahead. cans and garbage bags. <laughs> rifle, <laughs> rifle, hey, you... rifle through those guys, you got something good. Hey, look, 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 it t- takes a talent to take take other people's refuse and turn it into a meal, okay, Jeff? What? So you acquired this somebody you knew worked at? Yeah, Mrs. somebody at the college radio station worked there. Oh, so wow. she would just come in on like a work a shift or for a meeting or something with just like two dozen like whatever the ones they were gonna throw away that night. And yeah. she's like, Hey, whoever wants cookies? And it's like, Yes, here's a bunch of college students. Yeah. Do you think we want cookies? It was like like a dozen cookie monsters all descending <laughs> on the same box. I one of my foundational um romantic experiences that would be deemed as anything other than just kind of like plain vanilla was to make out with, uh, with Mrs. Fields. With Mrs. Fields. <laughs> the plain so, vanilla, was that from the Yogurt Delight or is that from... <laughs> the, I had a makeout session at in the food court, in the back of the food court, in the cooler <laughs> of a restaurant that my very briefly girlfriend was working at. It's we, shrinkage, I swear. It's cold. It's, it's shrinkage, I swear. <laughs> Uh, one thing I one of my first jobs was at a ham, a bur- hamburger place in in a mall that was kind of adjacent to the food court. And one thing that was the biggest eye opener for me was that all of the restaurants, no matter what they were, the Chinese place, the Mexican place, the whatever, uh, 
Italian place. They all shared like the same big dishwasher in the back. And there was one person <laughs> doing the dishes for everything. So in a way, it was like this uh, pulling the curtain and seeing that Oz, <laughs> the great and powerful, <laughs> for some reason, I thought they would all have different. Pay dishwasher. no attention to the man washing dishes. <laughs> if you could do that in Hispanic accent, it would be more. <laughs> I can't do an Hispanic accent. Okay. So, so, um, so one more yeah. thing, one more food, one more thing that I've got. And this is. This is my like thing that I cannot pass up when I go to the food court mall. I will get every time if they have it is the Mongolian barbecue. Oh yeah, um, and, and and it's kind of cool because when you're like a teenager, it there's the whole little bit of a show aspect involved with yeah. it. You kind of feel like it's like a second rate Benihana or yeah. something like that. We get to see them actually making, it and that seems cool. Then you've also got the never-ending struggle between you trying to pack as much pack as much food as you possibly can onto <laughs> your bowl, versus the non-Mongolian shop owner yelling at you to quit putting your fist down yeah. to try and flatten <laughs> down the meat. The oh yeah, that was kind of like that has the same entertainment value as a Cold Stone Creamery, <laughs> where, where some fifteen-year-old kid is singing a three hundred-year-old song while like using a giant spatula to mash up the junior mints into your ice cream, right? <laughs> Then I got to figure out if I'm tipping or not. Yeah, do that's I? the only bad part about that. Is I do I know. do I tip the guy who's sitting yeah. there slaving over the uh, the giant twenty foot radius, uh, <laughs> so like four hundred, like five hundred degree, like heat yeah. coming at him, and yeah. it's Fresno in the middle of the summer. Yeah, yeah I should probably throw I in a buck. Probably. But you know what? I was a teenager. Didn't I'm have a buck. Not, not, didn't have a no buck. buck. Okay, so uh, thank you, Richard, for that first choice, which was also is on Michael's list. Richard, I'm uh, sorry, Michael, what is your choice? Uh, on my next choice is trying to identify malls in movies on TV shows and always assuming it's the Glendale Gallery, the Sherman Oaks Gallery, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. which is now shut down. Yeah, the, the place doesn't exist. It kind of fell away at the end of the after the '94 earthquake when it transformed a decade later into like this weird, awful place to go. Don't go. To, don't go to the current gallery. Is it in the West? Oaks is it the Westfield one? I don't know. It just sucks. It's is that got, the one that you got like your a PF Chang's and it's got a Fridays and then is that the one by your old place? What's that mall? No, that's the, the Fashion Square. Oh, okay. Um, but one of my favorite things to do is whenever we're watching like an old '80s or '90s movie, is like, is that the? Is, I think I think that one's the Fashion. I think that's the Galleria. I know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think we do that a lot. It's a very LA thing to do, to do that with other shows. Yeah. Like if you're watching The Office, it's just like, oh yeah, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. That's filmed all up and down. Burbank Boulevard, just yeah. east of Van Nuys. Hey, there's just, our kickball field. That's right. Yeah. But I think that there is a, I don't know if it's just like a, like a recognition. And I wonder if other people do this too when they see malls and things. Because obviously things aren't filmed just in your city. No, no. Um, you know, the Mall of America is huge. So, you know, the King of Prussia Mall in Jersey is huge. These places must have like big filming crews that come in. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they all kind of look the same. There is, for the most part, there is a like kind of a generic footprint of how they're all set up. Yeah. There's a fountain feature. There's the elevators that kind of all look the same. The escal- Everything kind of looks yeah. enough alike that you can kind of be like, oh, there's like a ubiquitous to it. There's like a, something about it that I know that that's my mall. And mm-hmm. then you're, you kind of do a little research and you're like, that's right. Fast Times yeah. at Ridgemont High. That was a Sherman Oaks Galleria. Yeah. yeah. Commando. When he's sliding down the thing, that was the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Yeah. And I just like that moment of like connectivity to a place that is either mine or looks exactly mm-hmm. like mine. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if malls are built that way so that you can go from one to another and be like, oh, I know I'm going to walk into this place and all the stores are vaguely going to be the same. It's kind of like shopping for fast food. 
It's like you go to McDonald's and you know what you're going to get. You go to a mall and you know they're going to have the same. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dozen, I, 20 different places. And you're like, there's a familiarity here. And I think I like that familiarity mm-hmm. when I'm watching, when I'm looking for something on, yeah. on a, in a movie. I don't know what the Midwestern or other national brands are, but like the Westfields or the Gallerias. Mm-hmm. I think there's a Galleria in, in Minnesota as well. So I imagine they have contracts or something with with chains and so they're going to have a kind of conformed way to create a mall layout so once you go within to that chain you're going to go oh, i know what a galleria's layout is going to be yeah well uh emily and i were watching a movie i think last year that she told me about that i'd never heard of called night of the comet have you seen this oh yeah i saw that in the movie theaters yeah <laughs> and it's just like this kind of hacky at the seville square 80s. mall and, yeah and and we were watching it and it's a movie i'd never seen and near the end of it they're like stuck in a mall like being attacked by these zombie-like creatures yeah. And like, sure as shit, it was the Sherman Oaks. Gallery. Was it really? Yeah. That's probably like, why it's not open. Like, That's like, oh, because mo- oh, it was attacked by zombies. No, I was going to say because they were filming so much, they never actually could have anyone shop in <laughs> there. How were you ever there, Michael? I don't know. Were you were you in in a movie by accident? Maybe you don't know. Ah, uh, that's in that's entirely. Were you, were you ever there when they were filming like in part of it? I don't think so. Huh. I don't know. Do they have like I don't know. I guess they got they probably film at night, right? Oh, sure. They probably shut the place down. They can light it however they want. They can light it dirt like it's the day. Magic. Movie magic. <laughs> I did a couple in, back in my days as a, a corporate uh, video <laughs> training video actor. Uh-huh. I did a couple of, uh, I think, a Hallmark video, like a Payless Shoe Source video, where you'd shoot, you'd go to an act, as an actor, you'd go to this mall at night and, oh, and go, usually go through in through the emergency exit or something like that. Then but, would yeah. they ask you to stock some of the... Some yeah. of the do some I, of the stalking after I was done. always the employee who got fired oh. from <laughs> for fighting or something or stealing. They're like, we need some. Okay, we need somebody in the scene. We need somebody who's going to get fired for being drunk. Yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins. Get Hopkins. Yeah. thick forehead, beady eyes guy. That's the guy. Okay, uh, Richard, what's your second? So my second one is parking and oh. the lack thereof at every mall in America. Yeah, I don't know how they calculate how many parking spaces they need. But their math is off, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> it's way off. The end of the equation is minus two hundred thousand right. equals. <laughs> and then there's like a question mark in there somewhere. Yeah. Like uh, we're not sure. Maybe yeah. that seems like that's enough. Are you thinking of at capacity times like Christmas or something like that? Well, or? most times weekends. I was, and I, I will even say it's more specific for me because I had my father would refuse to park. Unless he could get as close to the entrance as humanly possible. That's dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. And we used to give him so much crap for it. Like, there would be a space, but it would be like two minutes, you know, maybe a two-minute you know, two walk. Not even going to notice it. Yeah. And he, nope. I, I think I see somebody pulling out. I think, I think I saw someone walking near their car over there. I think I see. So he would drive over to where the, you know, near the front. Sounds like sure a reliable enough. witness in like a murder. <laughs> I I thought I yeah I I did not see the I did not see the defendant. <laughs> Pretty sure he was black. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or white, maybe Hispanic. Not really sure, but yeah. he, he was something. I know that guy had a face, and it was a color. <laughs> Clearly had a face. So then he would, you know, of course, drive all the way around. That would be gone, or, or either already be taken, or would not, in fact, be a space. Be like a handicapped space. And he did that from. November twenty third until December twenty sixth. <laughs> so then we so then by the time we drive back around to the other space that's now also been taken. So we'd spend twenty minutes driving around trying to find the perfect parking space when we could have just walked and like two, three minutes and been there. If he had every a, time. If if he had a Fitbit at that time, he would understand yeah. 
those those the three, value. those four hundred steps really add up to your day. <laughs> Walk those two minutes. What, what is a uh, what were you usually going there? Was it for school clothes? Was it for? We would just go for the day out. A lot of the time, it would be like because again, like I said, smallish town. That's something you can do where you, you would can, go. It would be you can it would, beat the heat too. You would beat the heat. It mm-hmm. would be indoors. And this is where is this where you learned your IKEA savvy? Because when Richard <laughs> discussed his strategy, it was. Sarah and Richard drop the kids off at Schmaland. I would then eat as many Swedish meatballs <laughs> as you can scarf down <laughs> as many as possible. Then go buy a, a one of those, you know, like stuffed <laughs> soccer balls or something like that. Look, kids, I got you something. It's a treat. Um, yeah, sort of. I, I there was the arcade mall, the the arcade in the mall. Sure. Oh yeah. Which I would get dropped off with like a you know five dollars. Here you go. We're gonna go. We'll go around for a while. Meet you back here in a half hour. Of course, five dollars. Even back in nineteen like eighties money, oh, that, last that last, last you ten minutes. That was twenty quarters. That that was a long. That was a, listen, I took down my fair share of bad dudes that day. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, my my good friend Eric had a birthday party at the Time Out Arcade. Ooh, we. It's based on the Dave Brubeck. We went album. after every bad dude. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and at the end, we realized we were the bad dudes all along. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst dude at the arcade was probably the guy who worked there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy that's just sitting there, like clicking, 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 clicking yeah. quarters, clicking all the time. Tokens. So oh. no, we would just go there, and it would be like you know, once you know, every few weeks, like you know, my mom would need to go to J.C. Penney's to do you know, maybe we'd start off at J.C. Penney's, and we need to look for clothes and look for two or three other things. Then after we got that thing done, everyone could just branch off and do whatever the hell they wanted for yeah. like a half hour, forty five minutes, and everybody meet like at the carousel. We have. The only really, the, my most negative parking story was a few, three-ish years ago, it's three and a half years ago, um, we made the rueful mistake of going out shopping on Black Friday. And we were looking for wedding shoes, specifically. <sighs> Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, you know, shoes, wedding shoes, shoes that you wear for your wedding. Yeah. Like, they, they're just for your wedding. Well, I, I, Are those like running shoes or like tap dance shoes, wedding shoes? They were my tap dance shoes for okay. when we came I down love the stairs. Richard, do Richard works a premise like like, <laughs> <laughs> like George Carlin or something just an, an, annihilated. What's the deal? What's the deal? <laughs> so we had this very specific thing just on our list. Like we, we were out, we were like, okay, let's let's go get a deal yeah. on some shoes someplace because it's Black Friday. We drive over to like the mall over in um, like Woodland Hills. And the parking was an hour plus of just like looking for any spot, and not like the far like the farthest spot we went to, and you're just stuck in this endless loop of trying to find anything and hoping and praying, and then we have never been back to a mall no. since. To like it's just like, especially for Black Friday when everything you can do you can get on the internet now anyway on Cyber Monday or whatever. But for shoes, I think the part of it was shoes you have to try on, and if you're going to spend a day in brand new shoes and like wedding shoes and comfy shoes and you want them to look good and all this stuff. You don't want them to kill your feet. You have to try them on. And that was the, that was the problem. Cause like we, we might've like ordered some shoes and sent them back cause they just didn't fit. They didn't feel right. And it was just like, you gotta go get, yeah. I don't know this. And it was just like this black Friday from hell parking wise. They bust our Browns. <laughs> once you, once you make it into the mall, it's like, a sigh of relief. You're like, oh, thank yeah. God, we can spend hundreds of dollars. Were you hoping for like an O. Henry or Hans Christian Andersen <laughs> kind of magical moment where 
this uh, magic shoes kind of appear to you or something like that? Because like, that would make like it the special. red shoes or something, yeah. and you'd like have to dance. Hans forever. Brinker and the skates, but it's they're so f- not sh- skates; they're shoes. <laughs> it's so funny though that Wedding when you finally do get that spot, you see that spot open up. Yeah. It's like the sky opens, and like you hear like the chimes, and like oh, angels are singing, like oh, and like that's the, we've been driving around for yeah. an hour, and, now, and then, now we can park. Yeah, and then the person who's ahead of you decides to back up. Oh, oh, you want to to see my dad get mad? Oh, my dad was not (laughs) someone who got mad. He was a very even-keeled person. But if somebody tried to pull that move, oh wow, where they would go past it, but then it would open up, so they try to like drive back and get to it. It's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You went past it. You 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 forfeited your rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like betting over the amount on Price's Right or something. Exactly. You can't can't, you can't make a second bet. Yeah, you're done. Uh, The Black Friday last. Let's see. Two Black Fridays I spent working as an employee of the Walt Disney Company in the Disney stores segment. And what you did to help support the store field team was to go visit five different stores on Black Friday. And so you have to struggle with five different shopping mall parkings and then work your way into these stores. And then when you show up, you're the corporate asshole who doesn't really work for a living. And you're not doing anything to help except... (laughs) Absorb the the hate of the people who work at that store. <laughs> we're forced. To yeah, know. we're doing great. Yeah, thanks for the help. Yeah. Lot of that kind of stuff. You're these carbon filters that are just like yeah. uh, bombarded. Oh, oh. I hate you so much. Okay, we are at our halftime, and the topic we've been discussing is the Mount Rushmore of shopping malls. Uh, you could go pay for something at a shopping mall, or you could get something for free. And that would be something from us. Well, it's really from audible.com. That is a free trial, a free 30-day trial to test out their wares at audible.com. You could get The Shopping Malls of Heaven and the Meaning of Life by Saeed Kowser and Simone Gabay. With Audible, you could get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial uh, at audibletrial.com slash Rushmore. That's the forward-leaning slash the one leaning to the right the top of slashes uh, over 180,000 titles to choose from are available for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player to download your free audiobook trial uh, to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash rushmore let me repeat it's audibletrial.com slash rushmore for your free audiobook look you could go you could try going to your local walden books yeah and peruse their dozens of books that they have, if even though they yes. don't exist anymore. Yes. And try to fight parking at the mall and all that stuff. Yes. Or you can just go to Audible, and they'll even they'll even read it for you. They'll even read it for you. Yeah. Not, you're not getting that at the mall. Somebody with like a, a, the steam of like a Richard Thomas, John Boy of the Waltons, will be <laughs> I mean, that's Sir Richard Thomas. <laughs> Sir, I apologize. Yes. Oh, my God. I wanted to work at Walton Books. I wanted to work at B. Dalton. Oh, that's the other one. Oh, huh? so great. Um... You could just sit there and read uh, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way by Stan Lee <laughs> while you're working. It'd be awesome. That is such a wonderful book. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. Especially since it's by Stan Lee when he d- is not a drawer. He doesn't know <laughs> right. how to do art at all. Sal Buscema, I think, was the artist on that one. Uh, oh, oh, cool. Okay. I'm pretty sure. That was, I had that one. Wonderful book. Yeah. Perfect, perfectly no, done. Nothing book. to do with Stan Lee. Um, he might have written like the dopey dialogue that went along with yeah. it. Yeah. Excelsior! <laughs> you can learn how a human body is really just a series of geometric shapes. Start with a, an oval. <laughs> That's a head. But the thing, <laughs> the, 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 the blue-eyed... <laughs> oh, blue-eyed <laughs> Ben blue-eyed Grimm. Blue-eyed <laughs> Ben Grimm. 
Okay, so we are back, and Richard and Michael have been giving their Mount Rushmore of shopping mall things. Michael is up with his third. I got a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy the internet? Yeah, um, all of it. Back in the day, the the mall was basically just the internet of its day. Oh, shit. That's where you went to go hang out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. You could go shopping there. You could play video games there at oh, the aforementioned shit. Timeout Arcade. You could go into like a store that had a room you could chat in. Instead of going on like your Grubhub app, oh, you wow. could go order food. It had everything you wanted. Could you go just go to the mall? Go to the third floor of the internet and pretend that you're throwing a penny into the fountain and just nail the security <laughs> guard in the head with it. <laughs> That's pretty much trolling. That <laughs> is what trolling. internet trolling That's is today. Trolling. Uh, I guess my top, my choice is that just this conglomeration of everything that you wanted out of your day. You could go to the mall and it was shopping and it was hanging out and it was a place to go. It was an arcade. It was food. It was kind of freedom from your parents a little bit. Like as a teenager, you just, it was a place that you could have a job. You worked there. You just spent your time there that you weren't working there. It was air conditioned when it was 102 degrees out in the valley. If you live in a place where it's like snows all the time, it's 74 degrees, and it's not mm-hmm. snowing on you, and you feel good. It's this place that, like the internet has become now, where it's just like a, a weird refuge at, throughout the day that you shop and yeah. chat with friends online and mm-hmm. listen to music and do all of these things that is just in like your little handheld device or on your laptop yeah. or computers. Like you did it physically. Yeah. And everything that the mall kind of was and still is in a way, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, the most annoying thing about going to the mall is walking around and people are bumping into people on their phones. Oh, it's like, yeah. wh- why are you at the mall looking at your phone? But I mean, that's like a hacky take on why are you on the street looking on your phone? Or yeah. why, you know, why is anything that you're doing that you're staring down at this little blue device uh-huh. when you're supposed to be yeah. interacting with a store or mm-hmm. a food court or people and friends? And um, I, th- my last few experiences at the mall were with my son. You know, walking him around in a stroller. It might have been shopping for Christmas, but it was just a nice experience to go out, push him around. It was air conditioned. Yeah. It was like, you know, bright lights and things. And, you know, and at that point, he was seven months old and he was just, everything was shiny. Mm-hmm. He'd still love it today. But like, it's a place that was a little bit magical and a refuse and like this yeah. kind of precious thing that has, it, I think it, Maybe it's just because you're getting older, or maybe I just don't spend any time there. It feels like it's deteriorated. But I see all these aspects in corners of the internet that just yeah. f- it feels kind of like, mm, it's not as good. It's kind of a mediated social experience. Mm. Like it's sanitized and uh, kind of cleaned and rinsed for your enjoyment with plenty of ways to do what Americans are instructed they're supposed to do, buy things. That's the... That's the most ideal state of your American individual. Hey, getting taken advantage of by like a uh, Botswana prince. Yeah. <laughs> you can get robbed at the mall just as easy. The one thing I just kind of despises me about going to the Americana, oh, or is it, sorry, the Glendale Galleria is the proliferation of kiosks in oh, sure. the hmm. main hall. You just can't go from one end to another uh, without being asked if you need a face cream or a cooling neck pillow or a case for your phone or something, a vape. Case for your neck pillow. A case for your vape thing, <laughs> a case for your neck pillow. And that's that's sucky. And if you want to see people who are really disinterested in their job, 
even more so than the kid who's working the you know the, the counter at Wetzel's Pretzels. Yeah, it's anybody who's working any kiosk inside a mall. Yeah, uh, they're on their phone like yeah. Eight, you know, eighty percent of the time they're there. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like that the kiosks are basically the pop up ads. Of yeah, going to the, of like being on like your favorite website. You're just like, I, yeah. I don't need this. I don't need. I don't need the calendar shop. Yeah, I don't need the 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 girl that's throwing like the ball of slime mm-hmm. twenty feet in the air and watching it splat. <laughs> I, I, who was buying this? I mean, I'm sure my at some point your my seven year old son will be enthralled by a yeah. ball of like goo. But big... like all of these things that like you said, they're just like in your way now, and you're just like, I don't, I yeah. don't need that kiosk. I don't want that one well, because... in the middle of the thing. I'm just trying to go to. As a workstone to see the cool shit. As you get older, well, as you get older, you have very specific things. If you have to go to the mall, you're probably there for a very specific reason. And like you said, everything else is just noise that gets in the way, right? Yeah. Versus when you're a kid, you literally go there for no reason, other than the fact that it's the mall and it's a place where you can meet your friends. Yeah. And you can tell your parents, "Hey, we're going to the mall," and they're going to go, "Oh, okay." Like nothing really too bad is going to happen there. Yeah, you're going to see a movie. You're going to have shitty pizza. You're going to yeah spend money that you don't. They know how much money you have, right? You're not, <laughs> you're not spend. You're not going. You're not going yeah. broke at the mall. Yeah. So at some point, right around college, I think is when the, when is when the mall, the mall becomes just sort of a destination for getting one specific thing. Yeah. Like I'm going. Like I'm going to Lids. I gotta get that new uh, that new Raiders hat. No, no, they don't have it, it there. They have it at hats. Oh, hats. I'm yeah. sorry. I I was when I did that journey to all the different stores. No, I know. I've been there. I bought a hat from Lid. There's some, some terrible names at these stores, by the way. Yeah, my uh, a friend. Speaking of this, is the convergence of hats and lids because a friend got <laughs> it's your head. When I was in an improv group, a friend got a. So some she had five different hats that all said one potato two on them, and it was like a shop, a, a mall food court place called One Potato Two that had closed down. Mm. Um, and did she get them like on resellers? On I don't know. Or like, or it's like it, they were they were when they shut down, they took them all to the thrift store or something like that. Their spare hats. God, I love to tell that story at parties. I was a keynote. Uh-huh. Valedictorian at my college. Like I, I told that story. I think I seen your TED talk on the that. TED talk. Yeah. yeah. Richard, what do you got? All right, so my third one is the Claire's Boutique. Whoa, easy. Um, otherwise known as where, as a man, if you're near 30, I was still going in there to buy uh, posted back hoop earrings because I didn't like the regular hoop earrings. Like the ones that are just like the circular and they kind of you push them through. For whatever reason, like my my piercings that I had, like, I don't know, they were done. Please shitty. restate, you shopped at Claire's Boutique. Yes, this is what I'm getting at. Okay, and I'm trying to I'm trying to cover up the fact that I was basically 28, 29 years old, wow. and going to the store that was designed for like thirteen year old girls. Yeah, and um, really trying not to look like a creepy child molester. Yeah, no, that's important. And I don't think it ever worked, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> because again, I had one specific thing I needed. I needed these, you know, like think of the earrings that have like just the posted, like. It's, they look, would look like a hoop, but instead of like going all the way through, they'd have like the post. Were back. you making those finger, uh, pointy finger and yeah, circle I was doing this, finger gestures? So it's a circle. So you, so you got the ring, it's a circle. Instead of having it go in there. <laughs> so you walked you, in and started gesturing. I started gesturing with my, my finger a hole and just kind of doing that. No, and, and, and you, it's the only place I could think of that I could buy like cheap earrings. Yeah, and so an have, Avril Lavigne shirt. Yeah, exactly. And a, uh, yeah. That's hot topic. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
no, so so that that was that was me until I basically stopped wearing, and that was probably the biggest reason I stopped wearing earrings. I got sick of going to the Claire's. That's what did it. Yes, that's oh a, also the end of the also the end of uh, the Limp Biscuit era yeah. was the other thing that did it too. I love it. So you what 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 else do they sell at Claire's? Is kind of cheaper it's just, jewelry and it's just like accessories, what, whatever a preteen girl would wear, or a, again a twenty eight year old guy yeah. for earrings, but <laughs> scrunchies and like. You know any of that kind of bits and pieces, bits and pieces. Then a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Is your uh, oldest daughter? It's like Oz, but not for scumbags. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Spencer's gifts, but like uh, less less erotic (laughs) stuff in there. Is is Vivian your daughter anywhere on the brink of being a mall denizen? I don't think kids are anymore. Oh, really? I just don't think they go to the mall, and Vivian doesn't really. Do you have have Do you have AC at your place? Uh, we have a wall unit. So it's good. She's enough. going. Yeah, she's going. See ya. No, she. We have to drag her to the mall as it is. Last time we went to the mall was because she got a gift card to the Build a Bear workshop. The kids oh, both got it for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, and it was at the Glendale Galleria, and it was at a kiosk, by the way. Oh, and I, that was the exception to the rule. The guy working there at the Build a Bear workshop, A plus work guy. He was like, oh, right on. totally into it. Like, so here's all the options you got, and I'd really recommend this. And yeah. oh, you could do a cool thing with that. And it's like, and I'm cheerful because I work one month out of the goddamn year. Okay, uh, that is uh, Claire's and your acquisition of your penultimate or ultimate earrings. Yeah, and and, and these were like a hoop, like a disco, like a like a Donna wait, Summer wore. Or something. No, yeah, like the giant ones that were like two, no. Yeah, they're like those little small like hoops that like, but they would have like a a, a posted they call the posted back that oh, you okay. push through instead of like the little loopy thing or the magnet like the Guido New Jersey dude. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants that. That's not very punk rock, Jeff. You know, my, my, my ears. The reason I needed the posted back ones is because, you know, being punk rock, I, I just use an ice pick oh, just to sweet. pierce my own ears. So, Michael, what is your uh, final choice? My last. No. Pick. Yes, your yes, your final choice. My last choice is the Dead Mall. Oh, the Ghost Town. Oh, wow. When Ghost Town, when all the stores except for like two or three, yeah, are keeping this thing afloat because they have some crappy lease that they can't get out of, and the mall can't quite close, yeah. When it's a mall that's being held open by like a movie theater, mm-hmm. and then like the weird, crazy foreign furniture store, yeah, yeah, the place that sells like a suit of armor yes. and a leopard. Stuffed leopard. And, yes. Yeah. And there's an Bamboo. entire couch that's made just out of the back pockets of jeans. Yeah. And they're like, why is this? Who is, a, who yeah. is buying this place this in the first place? Yeah. And how is this place still open? Who is this selling? Maybe to? a tuxedo rental place. Mm. Like a David's Bridals or something. Yeah. But you walk through and they still have all of like either the plastic uh, kind of foliage. Uh-huh. And the planters are either kind of alive, kind of dead. It's just shutters yeah. and gates closed. Yeah. And it's like the B. Dalton. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into a different bookstore. Yeah. And now it's just like, what happened? It was like the, the half, half, the half yeah, off bookstore half. or something. That place is weird, too. Crown or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. Being in like these once grand you know, destinations that are now just empty, echoey yeah. buildings is just... Creepy and fun mm-hmm. and weird and sad and just like, I can't believe this takes still takes up so much space mm-hmm. that could be used for anything, uh, housing, a park, uh, 
a flat <laughs> land that what is, is it, not the, the world's largest roller hockey rink. Yeah, is it because that? it feels like a haunted house or something? A like little it, bit. It feels like. Yeah, I think that there is a sense that there used to be like life there, yeah. and it was vibrant. And you could see this 30 years ago being a place that people went to all the time. And then it's like to be in like a big empty house. You're like, the empty houses sound weird, and they feel weird. Yeah. And they're like, either someone's just moving in or someone's just moving out, but it's like in this weird transition phase. And with malls that are dead or mostly dead or whatever, they're just like always, and they're going to be that way for a long time. And it's weird to be in them, but it's kind of, like, really cool. Yeah. I always appreciate when you're at one of those, like, mostly dead malls, and they still have the signs up that says, this, ava- this space available for lease. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. So much hope. Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please come lease any- for any uh-huh. reason. If you want to run, like, a, a meth lab out of here, we'll, yeah. we'll probably take it at this point. What is it? Because I think of malls as an affirmation of the consumer... I- Kind of what I said earlier, consumerism being like the ideal state of a, an American <laughs> individual. Mm-hmm. And then the, the seeing all these uh, lights that have been snuffed out kind of makes you think, well, it's not working <laughs> completely. There's Each one of those was a franchisee who probably put like yeah. God knows how much of their savings. Yeah. Because like, you know, in 1991, hey, a, a, you know, like a, a Walden books. People are going to be reading books for, for, for decades and centuries. This is, it's like a license to print money. Yeah. Now, fast forward like 10, 15 years, and you can buy any book you want online, and they're, they're done. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, it's, I think it's really sad when you see like, the new mall built right next to the old mall. Mm. And yeah. you're like, God, just don't stop flaunting it. It's like when you see a new stadium built oh, right. next to like, one that they're going to knock down in five or six years that's just kind of hanging out, and you're, that old... The yeah. old stadium is still right next to it, and no one goes in there, and it's kind yeah. of falling apart. And oh, maybe sure. it's, you know its its only future is to be a parking lot for the stadium. Yeah. And it has that same sort of just like desolate, sad. There'll be some pretty good swap meets in that stadium, <laughs> or like the Reptile Expo. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I don't know what it is. I think I've I've looked at a few websites that have. Um, um, it's in kind of like haunted malls, you know, yeah. the closed malls. I think, I think deadmalls.com is. Yeah, has a collection of just it's just photographs and information about all these depressing places. I I love to see too when you can of that place that was. Uh, it's called Feet Locker now. I wonder what it used to be. <laughs> Foot Locker maybe. <laughs> you know that that Foot knock. Licker. What Foot Licker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Okay, uh, Richard, I think you're wrapping things up here for. Us. Hey guys, what Goody's got it. Oh, Sam Goody. Yeah. Boy, howdy. And boy, if, if you mean it, I mean like 80 copies of the latest Mariah Carey yeah. album. That's what they've got, basically. Yeah. yeah otherwise, they, they don't got it. They don't got it. I mean, this was like the bottom of the barrel of your music store options oh. growing up. Maybe if you had like a music select or something like that in your hometown, you had something a little bit lower. But other than that. The most insulting thing about Sam Goody's is how fucking expensive it was. Yes. You could never uh-huh. get like a new CD for like eleven ninety nine. Like it was all eighteen ninety nine. You're like, oh, wow. are you fucking kidding me for the Red Hot Chili Peppers new album? Wow. No way. But they knew that no. if you decided you had to get it like that very day, and maybe you're there with your parents and your parents were gonna be you were gonna pick up the tab for it or help mm-hmm. you split it or whatever, then they could just crank that price up just, just for 
a few extra dollars. Man, Man Sam Goody. It, it, so angry you brought this to our attention again. <laughs> it was the Walden. It was the the B Daltons mm-hmm. of, of 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 like music stores. Did you ever have a Sam Goody or Musicland employee? Because I think towards their end, they were owned by. Best Buy purchased all these mall retailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Suncoast Media. Or, mm-hmm. or Suncoast, motion, yeah. Motion yeah, yeah. Picture, they mm-hmm. bought them all. But then snobbery at the hands of those people. I've had, I had those experiences. Well, well, see, where I grew up, you have three options essentially for music. If you don't count like the little indie record store that never had anything and thought that they were hot shit when they were really only half of that, to use one of Michael's favorite yeah. phrases. Um, you had, so you had Sam Goody's, which is where... You you only went if you had some sort of like gift card to Sam yeah. Goodies, basically. It's uh, where you told your grandma to get your Christmas present. Just give me yeah. a Christmas. Just give me a gift card from Sam Goodies. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be good. D. Um, or you had to, we had a Tower Records, so that's where you went if you were like the total hardcore music snob, right? Yeah, but that's where you went. Where all the staff were like in their mid twenties, didn't seem to actually be working there mm-hmm. at all. They have a cool I don't give a shit kind of attitude, but at the same time. If you needed someone to turn you in, turn tune you into this new band called the Pixies that's going to be breaking yeah. out. They're probably going to be the one to do it. And they had that cool. Remember the magazine, the Pulse, yeah, magazine. That would be like where I would always always get ideas for new albums to, to just buy. Mm-hmm. Also, you, you just buy albums, just like on on the fact that yeah. like Tower Records magazine said, "Oh, this is a good album. You should buy it." And mm-hmm. you would go, "Well, if Tower Records says it's cool, got to be cool." Yeah. Also signing every once in a while. Yeah, they they do that sometimes. Or the other one we had was the warehouse. Oh sure, which, where warehouse? Yeah, which was essentially a slight step up from Sam Goody's because it was like sixteen dollars instead of nineteen dollars mm-hmm. for the CD. But they had a little bit more selection, and they had the used section. Yeah, where you, that was the first that was the first like music chain I could remember where you could actually sell CDs back and then go in there and buy like the used CDs for like eight nine dollars. We had a we had a place called Music Plus, and uh, that was kind of generic, kind of like right. new and used stuff. Then there was uh, a warehouse that was also the place where you could get concert tickets. Like they had the ticket, sure, ma- they, they had ticket the master. ticket master like kiosk station that was always like I never understood how they just had the tickets there too. You know, they printed them. They printed them then and there. They didn't just have like copies of tickets. It was magic. Just, it was amazing. But it was always like. Guess we just get tickets here too. Is this a real ticket? One of the few times I waited for tickets, I was with my friend uh, Romeo Leone, and we waited. It was like a. That sounds like a Rob Schneider character. Or it sounds like a Lou Reed uh, song, my friend Romeo Leone. (laughs) We went and got like K Rock wristbands to get tickets to go see Bush. Nice. We did not get tickets because our our wristbands didn't have the right. Number set. Oh, so no, you had no. to get certain. You, you had, it was like between this and this. Oh, so they were sold out. I guess. So. I oh, mean, oh. You know. yeah. Only people who had a certain number. Yeah, it was like a lottery. Basically. Yeah, but basically, this. it was like you could get tickets between, you know, numbers one hundred and two and yeah one fifty two, and then take you know between four fifty and five forty nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you didn't have those, you were just like, well, what's the point of waiting in line? I mean, how? Did they just give them out randomly, or did they give them out sequentially? Mm-hmm. And so those people that got here at seven o'clock are better than the people that got here at five. That's yes, kind of, yeah, they yeah. were, Michael. They yeah. were. Thank you, the warehouse. But you're, but you're right, Jeff. Getting getting condescended to by the Sam Goody guy. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to get condescended to by the Tower Records guy, at least he's pipper than me. Yeah, I can live with that. Sam Goody guy couldn't get a job at Tower Records. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's at Sam Goody. Yeah. Exactly. He that's his dream is to be working at Tower Records. Mm-hmm. 
The Sam Goody to Suncoast's slow transformation always introduced, like, in the middle part of the store, this weird collection of, like, toys and anime statues movie posters. that you could oh, buy. Yeah. It was always movie like, posters. And movie posters. Yeah. The whole wall of movie posters that mm-hmm. you're just like, what? What is what is this place turning into? I wonder what I wonder like to be in there on its final days and be like, I don't even recognize it. It looks like a Claire's in here now. I don't yeah. know what's what then is Then I it? go in and try to buy <laughs> earrings. I, I worked at Best Buy when they purchased Sam Goody, Music Land, Suncoast, and I had to do videos, make videos for the employees mm-hmm. of those places. And the stupid shit we were telling them about their business, like try to get people to buy Basically, if you could sell somebody blank storage DVDs or uh, or a media rack or monster cables or something media like that, it, it was not at all about the movies. And th- there was one thing, like I said, like can we do something about movies? Like, what what they were trying to frame them up as experts on movies, and so they would say, "We know what all the DVD Easter eggs are in the movies and DVD extras." That was their marketable difference then versus the internet or. The music club or something. Where are you, can you? Yeah, you can't find information about Easter eggs on the internet. On the internet, where are you oh, gonna find that? Crazy. Okay, guys, this was a blast. It was fun. Oh, dude, that se- guys, the security guards coming after us. Okay, okay guys, we I, need to get out of pretty quick. I, I, I don't want to tell you guys, but I, I, I boosted a CD of oh, Sam Goodies. Dude, are you serious? Yeah, it's a Drama Rama CD. I couldn't find oh it. Oh my over god, the we got we got to beat feet, guys. <laughs> we went off to the cheese fries place for one second. You steal a CD. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, um, um, just for its emotional content, um, the uh, the dead mall thing <laughs> was really cool to me, and. The mall as an experience, I thought was really cool. And comparing to the internet. So, Michael, those are two points uh, for you. And you'll both get a point for the food court. Richard, I'm sorry you're going to be kind of slighted on this. But uh, Mm. I think your story at Claire's is very worthy of a point. So it was three to one. Okay. No, three to two. Three to two. Three to two. So um, it smells like there's a fire outside. (laughs) Am I wrong? Okay. We may be burning to death out in the the podcast studio fire. If you hear about a a Burbank slash North Hollywood podcast studio fire, just hope that we get the episode loaded before we we perish. Please launch what I'm sure will be a pathetic tribute to the the Mount Rushmore podcast. This has been the Mount Rushmore podcast. I, I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. 